Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined with Coach BJ Ferguson and uh, Adrian Jenkins, the head jiu-jitsu instructor and owner of the Global Combat Academy. The episode today was recorded actually on Friday, February 3rd, so a, a day prior to the B2 Fighting Series, which was February 4th, 2023 in Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Uh, we had a great conversation, but just keep in mind, this episode was not released until the day after after the event. We want to give a special shout out to uh, some fighters who won, some Louisville-based fighters who had uh, big performances and wins at the event yesterday. Christian Floyd, Travis Hudson, Blake Alvey. I know Landon Crafton is, of course, a Richmond fighter, but shout out to Landon Crafton. Also, uh, Eden Alexander with a big win, female fighter out of Derby City. I believe that's the first female fighter Derby City has ever had. Also, Jacob Yancey of Area 502 MMA. Dylan Vincent with a big win. Todd Pickett had a big win uh, in the pro grappling event. Todd, just a blue belt, actually beat a black belt in that event. So shout out to Todd Pickett. And then shout out to Nick Maupin, also a very 502 MMA for a big victory in the main event. So I appreciate everyone tuning in to the Kelly Patrick Show. If you're a fan of the show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jujitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, I'm joined by returning guest, BJ Ferguson. BJ was on last week. BJ, how are you? Good. Also, um, returning guest, we have AJ Jenkins. AJ is the head instructor and gym owner of Louisville Combat Academy, 10th Planet Louisville. AJ, how are you today? Yeah, it sounds so good to hear that. (laughs) The 10th Planet. Easy easy to get that title, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It took a long time. (laughs) Well, it's... It was my fault, man. Honestly, <laughs> you know, uh, I, have a, I had a job at the time, and so, yeah. you know, kind of like took way longer than I wanted it to, and everybody else too, to be honest. <laughs> but no, it was—it's a great thing now, man. Like it's—I love it. Absolutely love it. Great people. And beyond that, the gym seems to be doing very well. Not just specifically the jujitsu program. Yeah, um, Bruce's program is like kicking ass right now, man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Really a lot good. of a lot of new people too. 
the Tuesday and Thursday kickboxing is, classes has real good numbers. Right I like now. the new people because they become good people, but sure. they struggle when you got like a mixed level class, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and you're like, oh, I try, I try to work it out best I can to get the new guys to come along. Everybody's you know I mean? got to start somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, like still get the experienced guys good work into in the same time, you know, it's difficult. You know what I like is on Thursdays, which I go to BJ's kickboxing class on Thursday. Um, after the class, they have the wrestling class. Chad oh, yeah. taught it for a while. He had to yeah. step down. He got a new job. But yeah. now the one guy's teaching it. What's his name? That's a good question, man. I'm very sorry about that. I'm he wrestled it more. Days. Hispanic guy. Got a tattoo on his neck. Really nice guy. I went to the class last night. And he's a really good coach. To be honest. He really is <laughs> yeah, a very good coach. I heard he was coach. pretty good, too. Yeah. It's not Rico. Yeah. Rico. 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 Yeah. Rico. Yeah. But I, I, I went to his class last night. and Sorry, Rico. I didn't mean to not. Remember your name? No, Dude, shout out to Rico. He wrestled for Mike Thomas at Moore. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a nice lineage yeah. around solid, here. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I have a memory problem though, because I did that to Matt the other day. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Matt. Dude, it's hard. There's a lot of people now. Yeah, and it's, it's like I've never been good at remembering people's names. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. I can remember what shirt you wore that day. I can remember where you went to school, but yeah. like somebody's name is like, oh man, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's like kryptonite. I yeah. remember <laughs> the people that you was around when I first met you, but like names, I'm. I'm terrible. Yeah, but for the wrestling program, that's on um, Tuesday nights, I think at 7.30 or 7.45. Also Thursday night. Yeah, Tuesday, Thursday. Yep. yep. But Chad taught it for a while, who wrestled at PRP. Yep. He had to step down because he had a job change. Yep. And Rico has slid right in there. I was like, yeah. for a couple of weeks, I was like, oh, shit, man. I really need to work on my wrestling. I love that it's there. Yeah. And I was had went to like six or seven classes. And then I thought it was over, but I was very happy to see Rico stepping up and yeah, enthusiastic we were, we were about really it. upset about Chad leaving, to be honest, because he was a great coach. But he just, you know, life happens, and he found a job that he had to take. So I was like, oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. man, you know. But Rico's going to be a really good replacement, man. You know what I mean? So Wrestling, specifically wrestling, is an interesting thing in a, a combat sports gym, even if it's just a jiu-jitsu gym. But, I mean, of course, at Louisville Combat Academy, it's, a, you it's know, in everything. striking, everything. wrestling, jiu-jitsu. Um, but specifically doing wrestling, I didn't know till I talked to Isaiah the other day that at one time he was, I think, an assistant coach for a Spencer County Spencer yeah. County wrestling. Yeah, he was in there teaching. Which Isaiah's, you know, you know Isaiah, he might not know the technical terms, but he can wrestle. Yeah, yeah he can. you know, what I'm saying he can. <laughs> you know, he might not know all the, you know, what you call this move, like a lot of typical wrestling coaches. And he's a, he'd be he's a good body in there for him. You know, motivated. You know. Being a good coach and being a good wrestler, just like being a good fighter, you know, it ain't always the same thing, you know, and being a coach and being a fighter, you know, some guys can teach, you know, some guys can do, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Some, some guys can do guys both. Some guys can't, you know, that doesn't, yeah. you know. Some people just ain't made to coach. Some people don't want to. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely them. <laughs> a, a desire to coach is a big, obviously, key ingredient. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. got to really want to because it not it's not glamorous. You got to show up, and there's a lot of pressure. You know, somebody that just do you know like you really got to analyze your technique. You know, when you're teaching a bunch of people and they want to learn, especially if it's like people that are already good. Mm, you can't okay. go in there bullshit, and then they know it. They know it's bullshit. You know okay. what I mean? You're like, oh, you know, <laughs> like I had a coach one time, and I try to do this, but now I kind of understand. But he used to like have books out, and I'm like, he's reading. Books. He'd be reading a book while he's teaching you, like the books, like the technique books. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! And I'm like, that's <laughs> fine. And I, I'm not saying I haven't learned stuff and like brought it in because that's what I do. You know, I go research new stuff and try to, 
try to implement it and drill it. But like uh, for me, you know, that made me think like, oh, I have my shit together before I come in here. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, don't, don't be looking at the, the hip sucks. Don't be looking, you know, it's, I try to get like a plan, but like, don't be looking at the book, you know, trying to tell me what to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> just be on YouTube. especially when you're not like an athlete already that I can trust. Okay. You know, so it wasn't someone that could yeah, kick your ass. No, but I, so I'm saying like, hmm. If you got people in your well, class who can beat you up, book. that's okay, probably, right? You can get around that. You got to, like, well, be on I mean, your game, though. That should be. I would think. I, I, I have should. never done that, so I can't relate. But if you've got someone in your class, you're teaching a kickboxing class. Sure. They're, and there's someone who's been kickboxing as long as you. Or, or you know, just younger guys. You know, if you get to be a coach and you get some years on you, like, yeah, that's kind of the goal of a coach. Like, if you can't train, you know. It's like training sharks to bite you, you know, like definitely, and you expose yourself, especially jujitsu, kickboxing too. But you kind of like expose your weaknesses. This is how you do this. When they do this, you do this. You know, it's kind of how you teach, you kind of like reverse engineer it if you're really teaching well and you can teach people how to beat you. Right. So like if you're, if you're a coach, especially if you're, you know, getting on in years and you got these guys, like say you got a guy that's 26, 27, and you've been teaching him since he was 18, and he's been on it, you know, you should be able, he should be able to fucking at least give you a hard-ass time, you know what I'm saying? He should be able to, you know, he's in the prime of his life, you know, especially get around like 30, like Isaiah's age, you know, that's where he really is at, I think, like 30, 31, 32, that's when you're really on it. I mean, personally, I was. I peaked out at 35, I think. Yeah, like, I was really on top of it, you know, like, I feel like, you know, you got your wisdom with your strength, you still got the endurance, but, like, I know I see, like, a lot of, like, traditional martial arts, and they'll be like, oh, my, my sensei, he's 72 years old, and he, he would, he would kill somebody with a pine, I'm like, what? (laughs) Probably not. I'm like, dude, if he, if he, has he been teaching you, do you have a black belt? You can't whip his ass and he's 70 years old. I don't want to think I want that martial One exception for me with that, I don't know. I'm not good at wrestling, so I don't know. But Momir is 70. Yeah. yeah and he's but, fucking but, like you know, he a different is a, brand of human. He is a. He's not a, a bullshit a, martial artist. And he's he's an anomaly. Yeah. There's not many yeah. that are 70. Yeah. He's yeah. kept himself in shape and, and stayed at it. And like, you know. And I'm sure there's people that he a, taught who could fuck him up. I can't. And, I'm, and he's a fucking stud. Yeah. I'm sure if. Thirty-eight-year-old Momir was to grab onto Momir now. Oh, he'd fuck him up. He'd fucking ragdoll him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's a yeah, yeah. When they too with that a lot of that too, like the Greco style, I think can last longer. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's it doesn't a, involve much pressure on your knees. You're not shooting as much. A lot of technique. You know, a lot of technique. A lot of a lot of slow strength. Not as much like dynamic where it would okay. be like a kickboxer. And you know, like less to like a uh, fast twitch reflexes that you're like, okay, I can, you, can, you can slow it down a little bit, you know, because like striking is something like as you get older, especially if you get a certain age, you know, like you'll start, it'd not be, it'd be like, okay, your reaction time, you know, you'll lose a little reaction time and like, you know, you usually lose that with age. And there's sure. some guys, you know, that's why you see all these big heavyweights that were like, damn. You know, five years ago, they was missing them shots by the skin of their teeth and then laying the guy out, and now they're in a heap. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, oh, he got caught with that. And, you know, they So it's a, it's tricky when you start getting older. So, guys, we have a uh, MMA 
oh, card yeah. tomorrow, right? I assume you guys are going to it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I am too. I can't wait. B two fighting series one seventy eight. Um, of course, AD is fighting. Yeah, he's fighting a pretty good guy too. Really good guy. Yeah, he's yeah. got a good matchup. Good, good uh, grappler. Uh, a Torian Cook, of On course, paper, you know, sitting I mean? at three and zero against Jordan Gast. I don't show exactly many details about Jordan Gast, but he had went three and zero for the B two fighting series. Then he lost to this Jaron guy. I think he subbed everybody in. Like, yeah, the one guy he lost to was eight and one, and then he like tapped everybody out first round. Right? Was it first round? Who's that? The guy that he's going against? Yeah. Yeah, I tapped everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, rear naked choke, rear naked, three rear naked chokes in a row. Wow. Okay. First round a minute. Yeah, yeah. Pretty. So you guys have done a little bit of homework for yeah, he's, the AD he's, stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's a. Oh yeah. AD's a good kid. A Torian. He's, kid. he's yeah. tough, and he's he, he can survive, and he's got good, he's got a good gas tank. What's cool about him is when you do technique with him and stuff. Sometimes he's good at. He's like a real good training partner. Yeah. He doesn't have to go nuts, but like if he needs to, he does. But like, yeah, does that makes sense. He it, almost oh, seems yeah. like a seasoned vet, in that Very he's relaxed. not. That's what I mean. And I mean, he can go real hard when he needs to, yeah. but like when he's trying to work technique and shit, he seems like he's someone who's been doing it for a long time, and he's chill. And he's always been kind of uh, squirrely, hard to tap. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's a difficult guy to tap. You really, you know, he, he'll get the little angles on you, and you're like, okay, I can't finish this. Got to move on. Got to move on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know how some people's like that. And, and. From the beginning, too, you know how the guys, you go to tap out, and some guys, like, at the beginning, you'll, like, get them in some shit, and it's, like, half-ass. Yeah. They'll tap. <laughs> they were choking for a second, so they tap. Well, they could have got out. He okay. was never one of them guys. You know what I'm saying? You'd have to really sink it in on him and be like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep, so it's time to tap. You know, I, I know when people are like that, usually they turn out pretty good. You guys have tapped many brand-new people before, you know, the, yeah. the different <laughs> types of people fighting yeah. it, right? Oh, Yeah. Well, when guys like last, like now, now if you're in like a joint lock or something where you're like, okay, I'm going to fucking get injured. Clearly break your shoulders. Yeah, tap out fast, you know. But like, you know, the guys when you're like trying to guillotine them and they're like, ooh, this is pretty tough. They'll almost like wait till they're about to pass out. That's a good sign. It's a good sign. Okay. Because that means they're tough. Especially they're if tough. they're trying to Yeah, get they, they can last. Yeah, they got a little nerve in them where like some guys you'll go to like, you'll start choking them and they'll be like, they could have got out. They, they tap tapped. real quick. They tap real quick, yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah, it, it's no. kind of understandable for guys that are starting out because they don't really know how far <laughs> they can push it and not breathe for you know what I mean? I always suggest getting getting choked all the way out. I know it sounds I like have the a few times. most arcane thing ever, but if if you do that, then you know where, where your threshold is. Okay. You know I mean, you, your body and your mind, you're understanding where, okay, this is it. If I don't tap out now, I'm probably going to pass out. You know okay. what I mean? Because I've been here before and this is it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think it's important to Did know. you get tapped out early in your jiu-jitsu journey? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Did you? Millions of times, yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been put out quite a bit. Yeah. I don't know how many, but. I think I've only been passed out like three or four times. I think like 10 or something. Like but, legit out. You know, there's the gray area where you're like, oh, it's kind of almost out. It's all stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But out, I always get warm. Okay. I'll get like really warm and I'll know like, okay, I'm about to go out. But one time I had a guy's back, but he had me in like a, it wasn't, it was like a, like a regular cross, cross collar grip, but it was kind of loose. But I like got on his back somehow, but he kept it, you know. Okay. That geese kind of like they do like the loop choke kind of deal. You know, it was, it was almost like that. It was tightening it. Yeah, he was really good at it, but I was on his back, and I'm, like, sitting there, like, 
damn, you know, and then. Just went out. Yeah, and then he was on top of me. And he was like, dude, are you okay? I thought you was going to hit me. He was like, had your. Like, <laughs> you naturally. Damn, I don't know what happened. You know, you I was naturally like, were going to attack him. I was trying to play it off like, I'm good, I'm good. But I was like, dude. I then I, it like hit me. You know, at first I was like, I'm good. And what do you mean? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I was on your back. So, yeah, I definitely. <laughs> I <love that laughs> moment. I yeah. that moment of confusion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sweating? People do that. You know, it's kind of <laughs> scary too. You ever like when you first wake up, you're like, you don't know where you are. I've only had that happen um, w- once. I mean, my, I did that, and it only lasted. Well, I le- legit didn't know where I was. Type thing. It lasted like ten seconds for me. Okay, I yeah, was yeah, like, holy shit! Too. And then I was like, oh, okay, okay. I just got choked out. Yeah, I was kind of tripping. <laughs> I let Josh choke me out one time before, just play around. We was at like a party, and I was like, they was like, you can choke people out and all this, and I'm just silly, you know. And I was like, yeah, you'll pass out if you get in a running a choke, you know. And I, I was like, go ahead. I'll let Josh do me. I'll... Just out. Just out. Everybody at the party was like, these guys are crazy. Yeah, I woke <laughs> up and I was like, ah, it was still a good time. It was wild. It does kind of ref- remind you of how, like, if you choke someone unconscious, that meant you just had to hold them a little bit longer and they would have died. I know yeah. that sounds fucked up. I think it takes a little while, Five, though. Seven minutes. Five to seven minutes of holding them? Five to seven minutes. That's oh, okay, so you got to hold yeah, it for five to seven minutes for someone to actually... Oh, Because you okay. know a disturbing a disturbing little fact that I know, that I heard, is like most people that are strangled to death are usually strangled like two or three times mm. because the people watch movies and they'll go, they'll, they'll get them around the neck and then they'll choke them and then they'll let go when they, when they pass out. Right. And then they'll see them twitching and waking up. And then they're like, oh, so they'll like Damn, find that's like, a crazy okay. stat. Yeah, and then so you really got to hold it. So I, I choked someone on with a collar choke one time. And I, I he was fighting it. He's better than me. He submits me more than I get him. But I got him that time. And I thought he was fucking with me. And he started going like. <sighs> I thought he was yeah. like pretending he was snoring. He wasn't. So I held it too long. And he pissed himself. Oh, jeez. All over both of us, yeah. Damn. I, I, so I, I have been walking around ever since when I just heard seven to eight minutes or something. Obviously, I wasn't that close to yeah, killing him. probably even close, yeah. Yeah. But I, just relieved. I, I, felt, he was out. I felt bad. Like, I, fuck, did I almost just kill somebody? Well, I think you definitely could. The sooner, the less damage. Like, if you held somebody in a choke for like four minutes, they might live, but they're going to have some brain damage. Okay. Shit, so. Less oxygen to the brain. I saved a guy's life one time, I think. How's that? Well, it was Eric Flores. Do y'all you know, know Eric Flores? Yeah, I know Eric. Okay, he used to always like get passed out. He would get passed out a lot. In jiu-jitsu? Yes, because he would fucking not tap. He was one of them crazy guys where it's like, just fucking tap, man. You're getting, it's you know, especially, training, man. especially if you're doing gi, you know? like yeah. There's a lot of ways... You know, it gets caught up, and you think you're okay, but really you're breathing, but you're, you know, your arteries are cut off, you know? And uh, I'm rolling, and I'm over here, and I keep hearing, you know, I'm hearing it, and, and then I'm rolling. It's, like, probably, like, 30 seconds later, and I look over, and dude is just still fucking pulling it. You know, he had him in, like, a, like a bow, bow and arrow. arrow type of deal, yeah. And I was like, but, like... In the guy's defense, he was stubborn as fuck. Yeah, and he would like it was rip, kind of you the know, guy's and, fault. Like he had his hands up in here, you know, up in the lapel. So it looked like he was still fighting it. Yeah, and like they, and some people get like stiff too, you know. But uh, and I was like, dude, he is he's asleep. I had to like walk over there, you know, and be like, damn. So it was going on for a while. Wow. 
And it took him a while to wake up, too. I bet that guy felt pretty bad. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe he, was, <laughs> maybe he had bad intentions. I don't know, dude. He, he was... I felt bad. I was like... Because there's a guy that I like. I was like... Didn't even think I had you. I, first time I ever choked a guy out was in the streets. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Well, like, what happened was, like, we had this little thing where we used to go to this pool hall. And then my buddy, he was like... This guy had broken into one of my other friends' house. So we're walking through, and, like, my buddy's, like, he's, he's a real little dude like me, but he was wild, and he was, like, staring the dude down. So we, like, walk outside, out the back, because we'd always go out the back and hang out, you know? And dude walks out there, and he's like, hey, you know, like, you got a problem? So then, like, the guy hands me his phone. Like, that's about to fight my buddy, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I set it down, you know? And I didn't really mean it to go down like this. The dude said something. My buddy, like, clocked him, and I grabbed him from behind. I grabbed him like a redneck choke, you know? It wasn't on purpose or nothing. Didn't have your hooks in, just had the choke. But, uh, yeah, I just had the choke, but... And then these other guys grabbed my buddy and, like, had him like a full Nelson. Like, we ain't let nobody get jumped. And, I mean, that wasn't our, you know, plan, but that's just how it went down, you know? And, uh... So I had the guy in the I had him in a ring of choke and he was trying to stand up. We were on gravel and I was walking backwards. And they was walking towards me and they was like, let, it was like a Mexican stand up. They was like, let him go, let him go. And I'm like, you let him go, you know, let him go. You know, y'all, y'all, they didn't even know this guy. You know, they, they was just standing out back, no business in it at all, you know. So we're walking back. I'm walking backwards. It's like, it's getting heated, you know. And I'm like, let, I'm like, dude, I was, I was mad as hell though. I was like, I'll, I'll kill this guy, you know. I started squeezing, you know, because I wasn't even squeezing before. I was just holding him and backing up. And they finally let him go, which I didn't know. So then I let him go. But he was unconscious. Yeah, he hit the ground. So then he hits the ground. And it was actually my girlfriend at the time's birthday. And she's tripping. Everybody's screaming, crying. Because people ain't never seen that. You know, they thought he was dead. You know, he was laying there. He starts twitching. You know, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm tripping, too. I'm like, damn! I hope he get, hope he wakes up. And but he woke up. Yeah, woke up. seven to eight good. minutes. Yeah. That's comforting, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, makes sense. For the heart to stop all the way. Yeah, I think that's what happens. It's do, do, do. The brain doesn't get any oxygen. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Body's pretty pretty so resilient. Petechian, crazy trouble. May actually come later. The uh, petechian, uh, like the uh, blood vessels and eyes will burst or whatever. They may actually come later. I don't know if that. Yeah, that's a pretty good choke there. Yeah, yeah. Like a <laughs> So AJ um, had the Sean Applegate seminar. Oh yeah, man, it was great. Went very fantastic. well. Fantastic, man. Every time Sean comes up, man, he just gives me so much gold. <laughs> you know what I mean? The kids are just so good. I say kid, he's over thirty now, but I'm getting old. <laughs> but, uh, you're you're how old, AJ? I'm fifty. Now. You're fifty. Yeah, yeah. I just turned fifty about a month ago, well, August. But uh, a couple months ago, she's it's been like five months. What the hell? <laughs> I know. Time <laughs> doesn't feel like that long. Does, yeah, time I remember like it that. wasn't that long ago. Yeah. I feel good for fifty though. I'm not yeah. being too bad. Like the only guys in the in the gym that give me the biggest trouble would be like Isaiah and like all just the, the higher belt guys. But yeah, you know, so I'm still I still got some juice. Yeah, and you're still, still competing some. some. Well, yeah, you I'm know, staying in there on it, you know, really yeah, that helps. helps you. Yeah, yeah, doing it all the time. Fasting, to be honest, man, fasting really helps me every year. So. And I intermittently or time restricted fast the rest of the year too. So I'm like constantly clean. Okay. Well, I say constantly clean. My wife would probably rip my head off for that one because she always complains about how I eat. But you know, she's like a crazy 
crazy nutritional kind of person. I was like, oh my gosh, I like to eat clean, man. But like, I like cheeseburgers too. But you still <laughs> control the, the the hours that you consume the food, things like yeah. that. You have a structured. Yeah, nothing. I don't eat at these hours. I'm sorry, what's that? Nothing before 12, nothing before noon, nothing after 8. Okay. So you 16-hour fast every yeah. day? Yeah, 16-hour. Okay. Yeah. Um, if, if I get home from training and I have to eat something, because sometimes your body just needs, you know, needs nourishment, I'll get some soup or a salad or something. I mean, something super light, but nothing, like, heavy at all. Not after 8 o'clock, but... It works pretty good. I stay I stay pretty slim. You know, I used to stay around 200 pounds. Now I'm between 170 and 180, usually. Yeah. You know? I think last year I got up to 185 one time, but I wasn't doing anything then. I was just, like, kind of taking a break. But other than that, I stay pretty pretty healthy. The, the, beginning, the, the beginning of the year, I do a 40-day fast. And it's just a juice fast. I don't do any solid food whatsoever. So I drink, like, V8 juice and uh, Bolt House, which is like a smoothie, a nutritional smoothie. And you're doing water. that right as we speak? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got six more days left. Wow. Yeah. Uh, January 1st to February 9th every year. Wow. And I'm telling you, man, like, not only is it, like, a spiritual journey for me because I do it as a faith-based thing as well well initially and then um of course it has, has definitely has some physical attributes you know it resets my metabolism every year you know what i mean it just it's great i love doing it it's a pain in the butt but i love doing it. it's like not eating sucks but at the same time i mean i'm still getting nutrition or whatever but it's just not the same as like eating food you know <laughs> like i want some meat that's yeah, a good <laughs> test of your willpower it is a good test, man, because yeah, especially last week. Yeah. Oh, it's well, any, any little struggle, I guess, you can give yourself is good. You know? Agreed. The majority of the population couldn't do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's not a lot. I mean, I, I mean, it depends. You know, what There'll be the people who are fat as fuck, and they're like, I can't take any time off eating. I gotta eat. Well, yeah, like <laughs> like the my 600-pound life people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and I'm like, minutes. dude, you got to work hard to get that fat and stay that fat. Yeah, you got to, like, want that. Like, but I'm just saying, if you're 600 pounds, <laughs> Almost. like, dude, yes. you, just, just your body keeping itself alive. If you went on, like, a decent diet, you probably lose, like, 30 pounds in a week. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, like, easily. you see the people that are that fat, and I'm, they're like, oh, my God, I can't, my metabolism or something, you know, and I'm like, no, dude, you really got to put the calories away just to get that yeah. fat. Your body doesn't want to be that fat. And to maintain no. it. Yeah, to maintain it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're really stacking it on. <laughs> and you're not, you're not doing anything either. Like, those guys are bedridden. They got to have their house cut open to get them out by the fire yeah. department. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. ridiculous. You know well, I mean? it's like, like drug dude. addiction. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah. It's I think a lot of those people have, like, pretty bad trauma. Yeah. Shit yeah from when they were a kid. They got the fuck kicked out of them by their parents or tortured or something bad. Mm-hmm. Sexually abused. You know, something like, I think. Yeah. Well, Maybe not all of them, but I think they yeah. got fucked up lives. Yeah. Some of them have thyroid problems and stuff like that, but that can be, you know. I think their thyroid problems are from being like fucking 400 pounds. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Then your thyroid's like, fuck this. And then like what I'm saying, like, and then they'll go to 800. You know, like once you get where you can't walk around or get out your damn house, like you got to like fucking look in the mirror and be like, hey, I got a problem. Yeah, no doubt. This is a little bit extreme here. I want to feel like I'm not like a liability on my family. Yeah. Like so people got to. Wheel me around and shit. Like I should be able to support my family. Yeah, yeah. Not them doing shit for me. All you know, I, yeah. I don't know how I would deal with that. Yeah, yeah if you, if I want to be able to penis. Then maybe you should go on a diet. I want to be able to outrun my kids. <laughs> I want to be able to out foot race my kids for a good long while. Right, no doubt. You've got a black son. Yeah, I don't know how I long do. that's going to hold up. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't know. Maintain. I don't know how hold, long that's going to hold up. Okay. What was funny the other day? That was actually that's actually funny. Like she. 
him and Evie, which Evie's 12, but he, they was, like, racing. And she always beats him. You know, she's got long legs. And she's she, 12, she's and like, he's how old? He's eight. But, like, he wasn't that far behind. And I was like, babe, you know, and this is, I know it's going to, like, it's going to hurt her. It's going to hurt her because <laughs> yeah. she's always been the fastest, you know, with the kids. And I'm like, it ain't much longer. <laughs> he's pretty fast. <laughs> he's yeah, it was funny. The other day we he was at basketball practice, and there was, like, this dad beside me, and he's kind of a dork, you know, which a lot of the kids, a lot of them, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Some people are dorks. That's fine. You know, usually they're They're not the same as sitting around with people you train jiu-jitsu with or something at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're rarely going to run into that outside of it. And especially, like, in the environment I grew up in, you know. But, like, uh, he was like, oh, he's very fast. (laughs) He jumps really high. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah, dude. He's very fast. (laughs) It was hilarious. You're like, I assume like, this guy who was saying a, it's white, white, has a he's white. He's a Caucasian, kid. yes. He had a uh, biological dork like him. Mm-hmm. Like, course. Shockingly, wasn't very yeah. fast, couldn't jump yeah. very high. What do you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> and Trey's getting kind of tall, too. That was like, a, you know, I'm trying to add some uh, height in the family tree, you know, down. You know, we're too short, you know? <laughs> I probably have asked you this before. Do you have any idea, like, how tall his biological dad is? I think he's, like, 6'2", six 6'3", six not wow, small. Wow, yeah. Going to be a Bruce his Ferguson walking around yeah, out there. His mom, his mom's not small either. His mom's probably 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, wow. So he could be big? I never met his dad, but, like, I've seen him Pictures. on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll stalk them a little bit just oh, to I see. Yeah, too. but their life is. If it not involves well. <laughs> you and your personal life, their life is. Well, it really didn't at all because, like, with Trey, like, I, he was 15 months old when I got him, you know, when he came to the house, you know, in foster care. But he never, he, they, there was like two phone calls. Yeah. Didn't, like, it was didn't it. put much effort into being around no, him. No, no. And we was even like court. You know how it goes, AJ. Oh, yeah. It was even like court-ordered visits and be like, oh, she didn't show up. Oh, she missed two. We ain't got to come back no more until yep. they reschedule. Oh, it never happened. Okay. Yep. They never going to do it. Yep. And they tried like hell to get him back with his mom. Who's they? The court? The yeah, state. S- state, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, state. Yeah. They, they, their goal is to come. I'm, I was a foster parent, too. We adopted, just like Bruce and them did. And yeah, man, I didn't know that, AJ. And uh, man, it's the state's go- the state is it, it's just a messed up situation to begin with because it's just negative all the way around. But man, it's like they want to put these kids back with the parents that are doing whatever it is they did to get them taken away in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, I believe in real be- re- uh, rehabilitation, but honestly, it just doesn't happen that often in that area or in that area. Well, in like you Trey's know? mom's case, though, it was like they was like if you pass drug test they was trying to give her like section eight i mean they, i was like damn you know like they was working with her like we can get you a house you got to come in here and pass these drug tests and it was like she right. felt like 15 in a row like court order ones like 15 in a row and then it, like some of them were for like weed too which makes me feel bad but then again on the other hand it's like dude if i tell you you know you smoke good, weed and somebody says you can get your kid back yeah, that shouldn't be an issue. And it's not like she got her kids took away for smoking weed. Yeah, it was definitely you, other stuff. You can't quit smoking weed long enough to get your kids back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it wasn't just that. You know, it was like the smoking, the crack, the beating the kids. You know what I'm saying? All that. 
it wasn't a good place. But yeah. then, you know, now I've got, you know, the kids and, you know, you got a lot of, it's a pretty big responsibility as far as the future traumas, you know, the band, you know, they're going to start getting a little consciousness going, Yeah. you know, outside of being children, they're going to be teenagers soon and thinking about this shit, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm yeah. sure you understand, AJ. You oh, like, yeah. We went through that already. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm the, saying. Like, all my, the, all the, well, the two adopted girls are both 18 now, so they're out of the house. And But they were they left when they were 17. They were not staying for another minute at yeah. all. And yeah. they're like, I'm like, I'm going to go stay with my mom. Like, Biological mom. Yeah. I was like, are you sure you want to do that? Because, you know, there's a reason why you're not with her now. Mm-hmm. It just yeah, sounded I mean, cooler to them at the yeah, time. I, yeah. Because, and, Gosh, man, this lady's a train wreck. The mom, yeah, she's a heroin addict. And Both girls have the same biological mom. Yeah, wow. Um, different dads. Yeah, I think everybody in that, everybody with their, they have another brother and another. Well, two brothers as well. Two brothers, two boys, had, two girls. Yeah, we had Cameron for a while, uh, just as um, a foster child, but then he he aged out, and then um, yeah, but damn, oh my gosh, man, and you just can't, you know. They've had so much trauma in their life. They have, don't trust anybody. You know, I mean, you can't tell them anything. You know what I mean? So it's like they're just going to do what they're going to do. It's difficult, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was rough. But, you know, our job is to just give them a better place than they had before. You know, just try to get them to do as right as they're going to end up doing for where they're at. You know what I mean? I mean, you can't put, like, normal expectations on those children because it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? That's our situation. Now, Bruce is a little different because Bruce, thank God, Bruce got him a little earlier. In life. Yeah. What age I mean, did you get yours at? Uh, they were eight and nine. Okay. Eight, nine, yeah. eleven, actually, yeah. See, uh, like, see, that, you it know, it's totally like... Totally different, totally different. Outside of, like, well, like, Ellie, straight from the hospital. Millie, she's seven now, going to be eight in September. She was six weeks old. But she was, like, damn near beat to death, like, seriously. Yeah. Seriously, but and then like Trey was fifteen months old. So I mean, I, I don't think he had like, I don't know about his trauma, but it was basically like when he got taken away, his mom got beaten away for like beating the other kids. Damn, like she was beating them, but then like he, they were like okay, and then they got CPS involved, and they're like, where is he at? And they're like, he's with the aunt, and then it was like they'd go try to find him, and they'd be like, well, I gave him to. Mm. So he was like passed around between three or four houses, here, yeah. and they were like, "Is no one want to keep him?" And they're like, "No, no one went to the, you know." And like then he, that's when he went to state. Yeah. And then he come to my house, and they're like, "Oh, I've got," I've, they're like, "We got a bag of clothes they had for him." So he's being passed around from friend to friend. Yeah, and it was like what a, sucks about that is that's where kids are like sexually abused. Oh yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, definitely. You just start getting tossed around. Like, yeah, and then who's like, claiming this kid? Nobody cares. They, What's that kid gonna say? They, they got a bag. Predators. They had a bag, a garbage bag, and it was like a bunch of like shoes that didn't fit him. They were like infant shoes, and I'm like, this dude's like 15 months old. <laughs> and it was like panties in the bag, like dirty ass panties. I was like, this is. We can gross. we can go to Goodwill for twenty. Bucks. I just threw that bag away. I was yeah, like, yeah. we don't need its clothes. Yeah. yeah. But then it's funny, shopping. you know, it's just funny because, like, I remember the first day that he came and, like, we set him in a high chair and then we had, like, pizza because I'm, like, sitting here with this, you know, kid. Like, you know, you know he's scared. He cried the whole first night, you know, in a house. He's 15 months old in a house with strangers, you know. Oh, yeah. But I gave him, like, pizza and I was like, uh, and Aaron's like, you got to cut it up. He's, he's a baby. 
And he's just like holding the slice, like eating it. I'm like, this dude's a survivor. Yeah, good. What are you talking about? He's been, he's probably been scraping and clawing to eat. It's cool you got him that young because now when I talk to him, he's super fucking polite. No. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, like, he's really sweet. Mike, what's your name? Bruce Ferguson the third. Yeah, he's too. He's too sweet. Actually, like, like super articulate and polite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm like, you gotta. He's sweet. He's he's good to the girls too. He's not a bully. He could be mean to them because they are mean to him. Mm. Yeah, they're bullies. The girls. So I'm like, dude. Just take it, man. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, please it. don't beat him up, Trey. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> good. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Nothing's better than family, man, I'm telling you. Yeah. Nothing's better than that. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, the girls, our girls are, I mean, they're doing their own thing now, so. They seem to be happy. They don't call me asking for nothing, so they seem to be happy. Because that's, you know, when we do have contact, it's usually, hey, I need this or I need that. I'm like, okay, whatever. See you next six months. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're just living their life. When I was eighteen, I didn't want to go hang out with my parents either. Yeah, you know, the last yeah. There's that. That's a, that's actually you know a lot of that too. You know, it's, you know you can say some of it's you know like okay, this is drama. Yeah, but kids get crazy. Too. Yeah, I had even a pretty kids good childhood, and I did the dumbest shit in the world. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't yeah. have any like abuse yeah. or abandonment or anything. I get all that stuff. I'm that's that's in my future. I'm trying to mentally prepare for. Jeez, teenagers! Because mm. Trey's yeah. eight, we got try not eight. to drink too much alcohol. That's we'll be I'm just kidding. <laughs> try not to. So like, <laughs> tempting, huh? Let's see when Trey's and eight, I don't drink. So yeah. <laughs> when Trey's eighteen, Millie will be sixteen, almost seventeen. Okay. Ellie will be fifteen. See, Evie would be twenty-two then. So okay. like, I'm gonna have a little section where I'm gonna have like a lot of teenagers. Mm-hmm. Be poor guy. And Evie's already kind of, and they're all, and all but one's a girl. He's yeah, the girls. Yeah, the girls outnumber the boys. <laughs> oh man, they're I've got harder. I've got three teenagers right now: sixteen, fourteen, thirteen. So hasn't got too crazy yet. But well, so, yeah, you so are the girls harder than the boys? Uh, not specifically. No, really? my daughter Caitlin is probably the easiest one. Carla and Johnny are the ones that take a little bit more. Like attention from Yanni and I. I don't know. But no, not really. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, sometimes you look out like Evie. But we're still early. Like, yeah, Evie's probably like the easiest thing in the world, isn't she? She is, she but she's starting to, to, she's starting to get a little bit. Uh-uh. Teenager-y. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not like, the, she's really good, like too good, you know? In a sense, she likes order. You know, she's very neat, you know? and like She turned a little bossy. Yeah, she's a little bit bossy. My, my, my good one that I said is good, Caitlin, she's on top of the ball, everything. Occasionally, you can be like, hey, you're not fucking in charge here. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck is, do you yeah, think this is? So, I mean, well, yeah. Especially so, it's not, Evie, she's not a problem, but occasionally, well, especially with check the kids, her. Evie's like a little boss man. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I'll do But then, you know, I, and Aaron will be like, well, you know, getting on her. And I'm like, well, you know what? We kind of forced this role upon her huh. on our own when we're like, Evie, make sure they're not doing nothing. Evie, you know, okay. can, you, can you make sure, you can go out, you know, and like say, you, if you make, you give somebody the role, can't be mad when they're getting a little bossy, but she'll, okay. be, she'll be talking to them like she's the, <laughs> she's the boss. She's the boss. Yeah, she's a drill sergeant. She's funny. She's that's a little. How, that's how Trinity was, man. When the girls moved in, she was like super boss lady, man. Boom, boom, boom. Well, plus she's now she's. around here. You know? now, plus she's kind of like acting like my wife lately. Like. No. <laughs> she's acting like her mom where she's getting a little 
like, mm, I don't want to eat that. Mm, we're going there. Oh, you know what I mean? How teen, you know? And I'm just oh, like, jeez. Yeah. Oh, wait! Do you get like hormonal? We had three girls or four girls at one time, and oh my gosh, dude! Like, and then Holly. So you got four or five women <laughs> all in one him, house, and you ask them what they want for dinner, and it's like, yeah. oh my gosh! <laughs> and you're like, the only male there. Yeah, yeah. No, then no. time space continuum explodes. Is that right? Yeah, you're, yeah. The only, you're the only male in the whole <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. I'm the only male in the whole house. We had a dog, but it was a girl, and, and we had some cats. <laughs> but like, who gives a shit? It's a cat. It's like a girl. Anyway, it doesn't matter if it's a boy or not. They're like super feminine, <laughs> you know. But yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, no, no, it's a, not a wonder I go hang out with dudes all the time and roll. And, yeah, I was gonna say that you know, makes sense why you'd flee I to needed a that testosterone. Yeah, thrust, you know, too much estrogen in the house for sure. Well, I say that about everybody too. Like as far as like the gym culture and like getting there and training. Mm-hmm. Like, what else are you doing? You know, as a man that's mm. young, you know, like people will be like not showing up. And I'd be like, what are you doing, dude? I, like, you know, I know people with no jobs, and they're, like, not show up to train. Right. And I'm like, video dude, game what, what, what are you doing, man? Like, you know, being here, like, working on this. What I, I guess because when I was younger, I never thought uh, anything else was better to do. Than train. Yeah. I mean, so you I, can't relate to somebody. I mean, every now and then, like, go fishing or hunting or whatever, go out, you know. But, like, if it was the afternoon... It was six o'clock, six thirty. You know, especially when I didn't have a family. Especially, yeah, got to be doing shit. I'm like, let's go train. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know, that was my favorite thing. Mm. I mean, still is. You know, like, but I noticed a newer guy the other day at sparring. He sparred a couple rounds, then he sat out, no problem, because we had odd numbers. Yeah, and he tried to sit out a second round, and you're like, hey man, only sit out one round in, at a time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he. He ended up just leaving because he was tired, I think. But. Yeah, he was tired. But, but I like that you called him out. That's you're like, fine. hey, if you're here, at least, like, well, we're here to do stuff. Especially the guys. Like, he's pretty new. He's very new, and you handled it well. And he can, he can, he can get breaks, you know, like, but I think he didn't want to, like, butt in. Mm, oh, so he didn't want to take someone else's spot. I think that was more his thing. That may have been. Or he may have been tired, that. but I, what I'm saying is, like, dude, you got to, like, you know, I said everybody gets out one time. It was odd, and that's the way the rotation works. So, like, jump back in here and tell, ask somebody, hey, you know, you got a break yet? <laughs> you know, don't let them get your spot. You know, get back in there. But if somebody's good, I really don't want them setting out Mm-mm. two rounds. Okay. If we're not odd, because I really – They don't have really a legitimate reason. Yeah, that really bugs me. Because, you know, I've been sparring, and, like, a guy gets, like, winded, and then he goes and sets out for a couple rounds and tries to jump back in. I'm like, no. Oh, it's, you're done. No, you're done. <laughs> well, we're not going like to yeah. get tired too, right? You yeah, know, so we're like all working. You're not going to come back in here and sniper us after you had two rounds off. We said okay. we get tired. Okay. No, especially if they're good. You know, like, okay, look, if we're done, say we're even numbers and we're done, you know, you know how I do sparring usually. Yeah. You know, you do like three rounds, you get a round off. Everybody. Yep. We'll suit up, change it up a little bit, three more rounds, get a round off. You know, so we're, you know, doing 12, three-minute rounds, but – Usually, if no, nobody's pro's got a fight coming up, it'll be three-minute rounds. With a lot of breaks in between, if you can't make it through, you're, that's the end of your day. You know, if you feel like you're too tired, Call end it. of your day. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you go, you don't get to set out and then come back in. When we haven't set out, mm-hmm. you know, let's, <laughs> it, you know if, they're, if they're good. If they're not good, and I think they can't, and they've given everything they can. I don't care. You can go sit. You're too tired. Go ahead. Yeah. And I think like with with 
that guy the other day. He gave a legitimate reason. Yeah, he, he did, was like getting ready to collapse. I think it's more. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I mean, he was like, "I'm done." Yeah, it you're was like, more okay. of a, um, you know, if you're if you're green, you got more of a mental cardio thing going too. Okay, you know, your adrenaline's pumping, and it kind of gases you, and then you think, "Okay, I'm too tired." Because a lot of guys, you got to learn to function while you're tired. I, I think was, a lot of guys, just like we talked about the choke thing and getting passed out. You don't know how far you can go until you really are tired and you keep pushing. Okay, can, are you really done or are you just you feeling the pain like when you're running? Like, oh, I'm, I'm, my legs are hurting. Should I stop? No, don't stop. Just go, dude. You know what I'm saying? You just got warmed up then. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. We do have uh, – I know this is almost like, you know, a generic saying now is everybody's soft. Everybody says that. But it's kind of true. You hear a bunch of kids' parents saying stuff like, Oh, we don't want to overwork them, or you know, we don't want to. Yeah, they're tired. We can't do that, or show. Oh, like this that. generation, this na- I, 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 I'm like you. I, it's like generic. Everybody and I, says, and I it. hate to sound like an old timer because, like, my dad probably thought I, my generation was a soft ass. Sure, but I feel like this generation is really. Soft. And a lot of the parents enable another level. Yeah, a lot of the parents enable it. I think it's the parents' fault because they feed into him with that yeah. bullshit. They're like, oh, he's too tired. Uh, you yeah. need some water? You want a juice? It's a really epidemic of soft men, and a lot of it has, probably has to do with a lot of, a lot of, it's the men's fault, and they, they, and that's the men that are there and the men that are not there, too. Mm. Then you got, like, single mothers raising a, a boy, and, like, you know how moms are. Okay. Yeah. No offense to women. <laughs> it but ain't the same. They they it have just, a different level of compassion that men don't have. Okay. You know, just so you like need a, a man t- there to raise a kid. To be like, no, get up, dude. Yeah. Get up. You're not tired. <laughs> yeah. You don't need a you don't need a water break right now. I've seen what you've done today. It hasn't been that much. Yeah, and get you back know, in there. Yeah, and like you know, like a kid falls and gets hurt or something, or oh, they're crying. Like moms will, oh my god, you want me to get you a band aid? Yeah. You no, know, no, I'm, I, I know I'm being very st- stereotypical. Well, here. that's true. That's a maternal instinct. Yes. That's what women Where have. Where a dad would be like, no, you've scratched your knee. They put some get, dirt on it, boy. Get, get up. <laughs> and I think a lot of it has to do with like this. The I hate to say this stuff because I know what I sound like. Like I sound like an old man. But I guess I am getting old, you know. But all these fucking video games, and you know what I'm saying? Like they're all sitting around. Playing video games, not doing shit. Yeah, like it's not good for um, a man. Like you know, like get out and get strong. Or a female, I think a girl for too. sure. I, yeah, my only yeah. rule with my kids is do your homework if you want. I hope you do. You're happy with school. I don't really give a fuck that much about school. But if you got to do something. Yeah, I don't want to be getting called from your fucking teachers. Yeah, don't behavior. cause trouble. You yeah. don't have to be an honor student or take advanced classes, but at least do some fucking exercise every single day. Yeah, like actual exercise. Yeah. You got to sweat every day. That's my only rule. I think that's good for you. Well, let's be, you know, the nature of humans. You know what I mean? Like, you think we're meant to sit around and fucking in front of a screen all day long? You know, humans, you know, no, we're supposed to get out there and get it. You do sit around in front of a screen all day. You get anxi- anxiety. Oh, yeah, You yeah. need some uh, antidepressants or anti-anxiety medicines yeah, just and look shit. At the, it's just, just very bad for you. Just look at the uh, metrics of people, too, like with the kids and, like, suicide rates and depression rates and anxiety. And even going into a gym like Louisville Combat Academy and not being that good, but fucking showing up regularly, yeah. 
and doing something. You're going to get better. Yeah, yeah you'll get better, yeah. and then that you'll be able to you get a new guy. You know, there's levels to everything, but yeah, but I, even just fucking doing it is such a drastic difference from yeah. not doing much. I try to help out people, too, like the beginners. Like, you know, people get nervous, and, like, I forget, too, because I've been at it so long. I forget it's kind of intimidating. Yeah. I remembered it one day. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember I was actually intimidated one time because <laughs> I could tell some, I'm looking at somebody's face walking in. They was just looking. They was nervous as hell, you know, because you don't know what to expect. You're like, oh, they fight here. They train to fight, you know. A lot of people don't have the, they don't understand how it really is. Like, everybody's cool and everybody wants you to get better. And, like, we got people out there, like, they were, like, scared to, like, shadow box. Yeah. You know, like, just because. Shadow boxing in front of people is an interesting thing. Yeah, because I'm like. balls. And I'm like. Especially if you don't think you're very good at it, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've seen people like that and I'm just like, dude, no one cares. Yeah. No one cares. No one in here cares if you look like shit shadow boxing. We're just warming up and everybody, and you know, most people, like I say, it's like dancing where like you're at the club and like you're trying to dance. Most people are not looking at you to see how you're dancing. And if they are, fuck them. They're fucking dancing. Yeah, Only yeah. the pricks are looking at you to see if how yeah, you're dancing. Yeah, yeah. And they don't matter. You yeah. know, the same thing with shadow boxing. Like these people in here shadow boxing. They're just shadow boxing, man. They don't care if you look like shit. Right. You're out here doing it. You know, like, you'll get better. It's kind of hard for beginners, too, because it's such a, like, jujitsu, kickboxing. They're all different. And it's like a, the growth rate is usually pretty slow. For all of them. For everything. Yeah, and they're all different. And you can't, like, (laughs) it's like, it's not like a. Something you can be like, oh, I'm so good today. I've been doing boxing a lot lately, so my wrestling got better. Yeah, or and I tell people like it's (laughs) like it's like growing up. Just stick with it. You're not gonna sit here and be like ding 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 ding. You're just gonna look back one day and be like, oh shit, I'm pretty good now. You know, kind of like growing up. At least compared to where you were. Yeah, don't mark yourself on the wall every day. Mm -hmm. Wait a year. Be like, how much have I grown? You know, give it time. You know, that's kind of hard. For most people. That's why people that train, you know, like jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, mixed martial arts. It's pretty brave. You know, it's pretty humbling, brave experience for people. And it's good for you. Good for you, you know. Because it's a hard thing to do. It takes time. Mm-hmm. You know, 99% of people can't be good quick. Now, sometimes you get them guys that are like, damn, this dude's a freak, right? Todd Pickett was pretty good, pretty He's quick. Pretty, pretty quick, yeah. There's very rarely, there are some people like that, not many. That are like, okay, you've obviously, you're an athlete and you've, you you can pick up on stuff well. Yeah. You know, and it takes well, a even that, time. he's been doing it, what, 15? Yeah, and to be fair, even before then, I think his yeah. uncle, he was doing some boxing at his house or something. Oh. You know, so he was doing a yeah. couple of things. But you're right, he's like 21 now, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that's but, like six yeah. solid yeah. years. Not to take anything away from him, a dude picks up stuff like... Yeah, show no, but that's fair. So, six well, years of training, five, six days a week or whatever he does. Yeah, I bet seven days a week. Yeah, he's yeah. super serious yeah. about training. <laughs> like, but he's just, just an example that came to guy. mind because some people do pick up quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like AD's it's usually hard. He's another one like that, man. Who's that? AD picks up quick. Okay, I can see Super that. Super quick. I think he was a good high school football player. He yeah. wrestled, too. Wrestled high school, Oh, too. okay. Yeah, nice. He wrestled. Where yeah. at? Uh, you remember sure. where? Not exactly sure. Man, that's a I think a... more. Okay. I think. Was it more? Well, it was under okay. Mike? I'm going to ask him next time. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I could be wrong, but I was thinking more. But I uh, could be wrong. Yeah. AJ, you have owned uh, martial arts gyms now for quite some time. How long? Ten years. Ten years. Mm-hmm. That's okay. 
10 years. Um, and have you ever thought like, hmm, do I want to just do, have a jujitsu gym or just this or just <laughs> oh, that? Yeah. What, what, what type, oh, what's yeah. that? Pro- Cause I'm curious, you know, I think, um, if all you care about is signing up as many students as possible, then maybe you'd go one specific route. Is it important to you to make sure you have everything addressed within your gym? You got wrestling. It is to me. Kickboxing, specifically yeah. MMA class and jujitsu. Yeah, because in, in in conception, I wanted a place where it was mixed martial arts all the way around. Okay? And so what I wanted to do was, even the jujitsu that we do, I don't just do... Ten Planet because I think it's the best. I think it is the best, but I also do it because that system was developed for mixed martial arts initially. Okay, not even for regular competition. It was really more mixed martial arts stuff, you know, or whatever. And Eddie talks about that all the time. But um, and then we have the Fergusons coming and teaching the uh, the Muay Thai class, and they do a Dutch style Muay Thai, which is way better, you know, style for MMA. Mm. I mean, like a Muay Thai style, it's good, you know, for MMA. A lot of good guys that are that did okay, but I think if you look back at um, like training and records, that uh, a Dutch type, a Dutch type, would be more conducive to a mixed martial arts type. Okay. Know? And then of course wrestling and everything. Everything we do is really geared for fighters. Of course, we do have families that come in and all you know your normal you know jujitsu Muay Thai stuff. You know, not everybody in Muay Thai class is going to be True. wants to be a killer. Yeah, there's plenty of people who attend the class, get a good workout, maybe even when it's time to spar, they're avoid sparring. Right. Yeah, there's yeah, that's fine. That. That, yeah. that happens. They hit yeah. the bag. Whatever. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that I don't either. But I try to keep it like kind of mild too. Yeah. The sparring. Yeah, especially just so it's inclusive. Sure. Especially on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I try to be real, you know, uh, cautious of people. You know, like I don't I don't want these new people to come in here and be like, okay, because I want everybody to be able to spar and like practice their techniques in reality, because mm-hmm. that's fun and you can figure out what works for you and what doesn't. But I don't want people in there banging it out, you know. Now, when you got two consenting people, yeah, yeah, that's a different thing. If you're going with Graham, yeah, you I guys want to go hard. I always give people like say, if you look over at the guy across from you, is he experienced? Okay, is he have experience like you? Does he like to get down? Talk about it. You know, yeah. you know. understand this before you go. If you look over and you see this freaking new guy, and I see you over there blasting him, I'm going to be real pissed off. You know, like, I don't, that shit don't fly. Yeah, I know. Well, because people, you know, like, that that can scare people off. I feel like I did that a lot. Like, in, when I started out, not oh, yeah. necessarily beat people up, but I think my intensity of my classes. Mm, yeah, interesting. Where, like, really, because, like, when I first started, probably, I don't know. Teaching people, you know, it was probably, shit, dude, I don't know, 2007, 2008, when I started, like, instructing, I would just have the class formulate around what I wanted to do, and I was a professional fighter, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm, so I'd be freaking blowing it out, and I had many people be like, it's too much. Well, they wouldn't say it to me. Then they wouldn't. Sign, they wouldn't. They come wouldn't back come no back way. up. They didn't. Sign they wouldn't up. come back, and then they would. You know, out here around the town, like yo, they said they went there, and it was just fucking crazy. And you were, it was too much for them, and they were beat up, and you know, and all this. And I'm just like, oh, you know, I didn't know. You know, I was just doing it because the way I wanted to do it. You know, for me, mm-hmm. and like come along for the ride if you want to get in on right, here. Yeah. You know, this is. <laughs> but you know, you gotta you gotta find like a. 
that little line. You got to yeah. make everybody happy, which, you know. Which is conducive to better business. In better. Business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, oh, yeah. I mean? that's, the, that's the choice as a business owner or a, a martial arts business owner. Like, do you want members or do you want a bunch of fighters? Mm-hmm. First of all, you want members. You don't want a, a bunch of – you want fighters, but you don't want that to be your only source of income for that business because guess what? You're probably going to fail. It's because not too fi- good at Fighters, fighting. the Fergusons, BJU show up regardless. But, yeah, but there's mean, a lot of people who are fighters, and they'll fight, and then they take time off. Oh, yeah, man. And Don't stuff do like that. that. Do they pay monthly? I, I, we I could sit that. down and talk about collecting payment from fighters. I oh, mean, that's yeah. a different thing. Yeah, that's, that's usually – well, it used to be difficult. I don't know. I think – Right now it's doing good? Yeah, because I think every gym in the area is on board with, you know, how a normal gym's ran now. Oh, you know, okay. Before – More free rides back then? did the same thing. Like, you, your buddy come in there, you give him a discount, or you don't charge him, or this, that, and you know, It's just not conducive to business. Sure. And, and I've had a lot of flack over the years from my previous training partners, you know, from, like, local MMA and Derby City and stuff. I used to train out there. They'll come over to my place and be like, yo, man, you know, I've got kids. You can hook me up. I'm like, yo, man, i got an electric bill. i got a rent to pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, look, this is the deal. You know, it's this much a month, you know, if you want to sign up, it's much a month. If you don't want to sign up, you just want to do month to month, blah, 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 you know, same old stuff. But, I mean, you have to make it these classes to where everybody can be engaged. Even, and this sounds crazy, even the advanced jujitsu class that we do at 730, I still have to, like, back it down a little bit, you know, just enough to where it's not too much for these white belts that want to go in there or these brand-new guys that want to go in there. They want to take the class, too, because that's the class we roll in. Sure. You know I mean, so they definitely want to be a part of the technique part portion or whatever, you know. And it's just like with Bruce class, man. You know, you got these guys that are trying to learn these combos. Man, I'm going to tell you something, dude. Learning combos, if you don't know jack shit about striking, mm-hmm. is difficult. Sure. You know what I mean? Just like if you don't know anything about jiu-jitsu, learning, you know, how to get out underneath somebody is super difficult. You know what I mean? You just got to structure the class where everybody's, you know, going to get something out of it, you know, which is hard. You know, that's that's difficult. Balancing act. Yeah, yeah, it's a balancing act, you know. Yeah, and, uh, fighters are unreli- unreliable. Completely unreliable. But that being said, you're an MMA are- gym, and you guys are, I, I appreciate it. No, I'm not being critical. Yeah. I'm saying it's fucking awesome. The fact that you guys were hustling trying to get a, a wrestling class, that's cool as shit. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I there's not many important. people who are out there teaching wrestling at a, a, a gym. I don't think. Maybe there are. I don't know. No, but, like, have an actual set on the schedule just wrestling class. Like, so much of my wrestling is, like, trying to get a standing guillotine or some ju- jujitsu right. stuff. Yeah. But yeah. doing a wrestling class, you're not doing that. It's yeah. like you're learning wrestling. Yeah. And in that class, you learn, you know, high school, collegiate-level wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, um, probably, well, a little bit more collegiate-level um, before. But, you know, the guy we have now, I don't know – if he had wrestled in high school, or um, I don't think so, but I think he was a good high school wrestler, Rico. Yeah, he was fantastic in high school. Yeah, and he's real little, and he's got real good teach. technique, real yeah. good technique. This dude can teach, man. You know what I mean? And that's that's really what you look for, too, even as a business owner, man. Like, man, I was after Bruce for over a year. What do you mean by out. that? Because I remember when I remember when Bruce, you remember when Bruce had super long hair, super long beard, and he'd do his beard, his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I knew him very well then. When did that yeah. be? When was that that haircut? That was yeah. a while back. That was Only a, while a year back. year before I came out there. Yeah. Okay. And See, because I, I didn't train for a while. Took yeah. some time off. Yeah. Probably like a year. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I was over here like I just opened up on Dixie like maybe a year before that or whatever. Well, a couple months before that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't too long. Yeah. And I was like, I was just chomping at the bit. I'm like, I, I didn't try to blow him up because I figured I'd piss him off. Because at that <laughs> point, I knew Bruce 
of Bruce, but I didn't like know him. You know what I mean? Okay. We knew of each other, of course, from everybody doing flights and stuff or whatever. And they trained, you know, he, they came out of Highland or um, Highlander, Highlander, sorry, yeah. Highlander, and we I came out of Little May, which was was weird because those were really opposing teams back in the day. Okay, you know what I mean. So like even like approaching, yeah, Bruce, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, I was super nervous. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it was, was a rivalry. Nervous. It was definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it, it was, was a good positive one though. It wasn't. Yeah, it didn't get too, too sour. No, yeah. no. Uh, yeah, I was like, man, I don't know, man, I don't because I didn't, you know, I heard because. You know, when Bruce was younger, he was a little wilder than he is now. Him and his brother. So I was like, man, I don't know. Maybe I should. Uh. I've got into it. I used <laughs> yeah. to get into it every now and then. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, sometimes people would be asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know how it was. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I remember when I first came out, too. I was so <laughs> rusty and like I rode with Mike Wallace. Oh, boy. And it really fucking, like, I was tired. It was like my last round. And I rode with Mike Wallace and he was like, oh, you, you have, you are rusty. He was like, he used to tap me out left and right because I trained with him at Derby City too. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this motherfucker. I really, I really like it because like the next couple of months I was on it, and then I yeah. rode with him again and just tore him up. I oh, was like, yeah, yeah you're like, right, yeah, bitch. Back, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it kind of like inspired too. me to be like, okay, yeah, yeah. I know I'm rusty, yeah. bitch. Was were the Ferguson brothers one of the first like? Uh, act, what year did Louisville Combat Academy come about? Louisville Combat Academy came when we went to Dixie because we were Highland Martial Arts before then. So what year did you go to Dixie? Uh, I think we went to Dixie seven years ago. Okay. We spent... 2016? Eight years ago because we spent two years in the Highlands and I was was done, to be honest with you, man. We ate... 2400 bucks a month in that stupid place. The rent was, like, was too high. I was, I was, we had no members. We had like maybe six people that were paying. Oh, damn. It okay. was like the worst situation ever. But you didn't give up. But I did. Honestly, I was about to give up. And then my friend Ron Sparks, who was um, a co member of Little MMA with us, he was in Bellator, all kind of stuff. He's like, hey, man, why don't we go to Dixie Highway? I was like, well, dude, Derby said he's on Dixie Highway, man. He goes, I know. He'd be a perfect spot. They're, they're big. You go out to Dixie, maybe you get big too, you know? I was like, okay. So we found a spot. It was super cheap. I knew the owner, too, and we both knew the owner of Thieneman. the property. Uh, yeah, Chris Thieneman, super great guy, super great guy. And, uh, and the rest was history, man. Cause, but I was done. I was so done. I was like, man, this is just costing too much money, and it's like I'm not really getting anything out of it. You know, I mean, I love teaching, but at the same time, I could go somewhere else and teach. You know what I mean? At yeah. that point. You know? But 2015, shortly after you went to uh, Dixie Highway, you got the Ferguson brothers on board. Yeah, I got them on board. And I imagine me. that was a big acquisition. It was great, man. I Not was, that you own them or anything, but, like, you get them, <laughs> you get them to join the team. I mean, that's. Yeah, and uh, even now, man, I'm still, like, on cloud nine that these guys are there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, these are my buddies, my brothers yeah. now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, we're we're really good friends now. So, like. Very valuable to have yeah, different types have, of shit going on in the oh, gym, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They come from an absolute great family. Their dad's a wonderful human being. And, you know. I got nothing bad to say about any of them. They're great people. Great people. Their whole family, man. Like, I know the sisters and all the other brothers and everything, man. They're just good people, man. Yeah. And, yeah, so I was super excited about getting him on board. And then once I got him on board, man, I was like, okay, now we're doing something. And then our yeah. membership started going up, you know, because, like, oh, Ferguson's are there. Okay. Okay, yeah. They got a great name, dude. I'm just telling I you. I think man, it's went really good since Beulah Church moved, too. I think so too, man. I, I, I think that was a good move. More convenient for me personally. Yeah, I was scared to death. Dude. Yeah, I, I was not. thinking I was like, like, oh my gosh, we're gonna die, we're gonna die. But well, had we stayed at Dixie through COVID, we would have. I would have went out of business. 
because this guy that we rent from now, the Beulah Church location, he um, when COVID hit, he's like, God, just don't pay till it's over. Uh, I was flabbergasted. He like, must be doing pretty well. Real? Oh yeah, yeah. That to him, that's his retirement. So he does. He's never going to sell the place, but he didn't and, care. You know, it's, it's minimal rent. Yeah, and <laughs> you fucking fix the place up a lot. Yeah, we did do a lot to like it. Like you should have <laughs> seen. I mean, shitty. you should have seen the place. I mean, it was a a garage. Yeah, yeah. you know, like to work that. on cars. Yeah. I actually remember some pretty dramatic shit going on. Mm-hmm. So if he walked in there, you know, if he, when he goes in there now, he's like, fuck, okay. Yeah, he hasn't this been there. Nice. I don't think he's been there since we pulled the wall down. Oh, shit. Yeah, we okay. pulled the wall down and expanded the other area over there and stuff. And I don't think he's been in since then. And we're getting ready to expand. So What's that mean? Uh, we're going to take we're gonna take the building itself out 30 more feet. It's about 51 feet wide. We're going to take it out 30 more feet in the back. Wow. So in the back, oh, you guys have that fe- wooden fence back there now. Right. We're going to take that down. Yeah, I'm so glad I spent the money on that. And uh, <laughs> just put it Just put it in the Move the it on back. back. Yeah. 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 Back. I thought about it, but I was like, man, we're just losing so much parking lot. Yeah, yeah, the parking the is problem. a big yeah. thing. When you drive back there in the current setup, you actually do have quite a bit of parking. And yeah. then you got, yeah, what, Abel's? Yeah. yeah. Now, the guy next door, that we have a guy's Abel's is an auto place next door. I have the best neighbors, too. It's like the best move ever. And the guy's like, hey, man, especially during COVID, like the first when COVID first came, like everybody was shutting everything oh, yeah, down. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to and sneak in. We parked next door and walked over so it looked like we were closed and we never turned on the open light and all like all <laughs> I remember the gyms that. were doing it. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. It was like undercover training yeah. like they said we can't train because yeah. COVID. Nah, yeah. fuck that. I'll but, die. But yeah, I was literally scared to death moving out there. I thought we were going to lose everybody but come to find out all but like three members lived in the area. Mm. It was closer, more convenient for them. You know what I mean? I don't know. Is it better for you? It's probably worse. I don't know. Mm. Bruce, is That's it? That's the same. That's the same. Dixie Highway can be a bitch. Oh yeah, it's, you get on I, Dixie no, it's Highway. No matter how you come, you're it's getting stuck in traffic. Actually, better for me, honestly. Yeah, because okay. like at, at nighttime, sometimes I'd leave Dixie and I'd go up Dixie Highway because I live in Germantown, and it would be like a breeze, and yeah. I'd get home. But then sometimes I'd no, fucking you know how Dixie 20, is. So then I would get on Gene Snyder, and it's longer to go back. You know. Yeah, on that yeah. long route. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, yeah, it's been really good since, man. We're getting uh, close to 100 members, so and we're doing really well, man. You know, uh, hopefully. After this new year, new you shit um, kind of fades away because <laughs> it kind of does that every year that we'll be able to retain more. My, my goal is to get and keep over 100 members this year. That's yeah. the business goal. So, and I Retaining think gonna, is I think a little gonna, bit hard. Yeah, yeah, because it's a revolving door, man, with any kind of business like that, man. People come and go. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's like life and like, you know, yeah. maybe they got into it and they were like, uh. Wasn't for me. And they lose, people lose their motivation and that includes anything. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as physical, you know, how many freaking people signed up at like Planet Fitness and they don't go? Yeah, never. Oh, know. yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, when the lease ends, they're like, all right, I'm going to quit this. I just feel like men, somewhere inside of them, they all, ha- and maybe I'm wrong, they all have it where they would like to go in there and fucking train, even if you're getting beat up. Yeah. You know, I go in there and spar with like Travis the other day or Trevor or something. Like, they weren't hurting me, but I mean, yeah, I wasn't fucking them up, right? Yeah, just getting uh, good work. But but it's not like I was walking away like I beat the fuck out of them. I'm a badass, right? Yeah, <laughs> I but, think but, that's the, but the, it's it's fun. I felt like a man because I went in there and did something. I feel like everybody, every man, at least should have that somewhere inside of them. Right. I mean, if you can stick around long enough to be halfway decent, I feel like that's why like people, you know, like if you can stick around long enough, it's a, it's a big learning curve. But if you can stick along, stick around long enough to be decent. Very rewarding. You can stay. 
you can stay. It can make you can make it, but like if you don't, and you're like sporadically coming in there, and you're like, I'm not getting no better. And it's like, dude, you've been to class three times in a month. Yeah, yeah. that's funny when brand new people have like all these specific questions. Yeah, yeah. Brand like, new people are like, you know, I'm having trouble doing this and this, and you're like, you've only been to ten classes. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it when they come in like, hey man, when can I fight? Oh, really? I'm like, um, in a year, and they look yeah. at me like, a year? That's yeah. crazy. I'm like, hey man, I'm not. I don't want you out there. Getting beat up, right? Then you're never going to want to train again. Travis fought relatively quick. I think he, he was, was like a year. a year and a half. Though, he was a year and a half. Least, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Oh yeah, man. He was yeah, okay, he was a year and a half a though. That's a year and a half from him starting yeah, martial yeah, arts period. at all. Okay, yeah, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Travis is one of them guys. He's, he's, he's kind of like the Todd thing or whoever. He picks yeah, up pretty he quick. Picked it up pretty he's fucking quick. good. Even his and grappling, he could, and he could scrap pretty good. Don't let him take your back. Travis is probably. His grappling is just as good as his striking. Yeah, I think he's just strong yeah, he's as fuck good. for he's his really weight, good. too. And he's slick, hurt. too. He's got, like, a really fucking slick arm bar where you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, he got me with that. Yeah, it's fast. You know, it's one of them guys, you know, I've, I've, I've tried to cope people like that where it's like, oh, shit, I'm in an arm bar now. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> Actually, was quick. Taz is like that, too. Man. Yeah. Taz throws that arm bar and you do it. It's like lightning fast. Yeah. Bro. And you're like, oh, well, I'm done. <laughs> but Louisville Combat Academy located at 7908 Beulah Church Road. Uh, open every day. seven days a week. We're open seven days. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, you guys have noon pres- classes. Noon classes. Yeah. How many days a week? Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We Monday, Wednesday, classes. Friday. Jujitsu classes at noon. Yep. Uh, Brandon Bishop and his crew have the what is it called? Uh, Armor Combat. Armor yeah. Combat. The Royals. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any people come in just randomly wanting to sign up for that? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, oh, that's yeah. cool to have different shit going on. He started out, of course, just like anything else, man. You just got to give it time to, you know, nest and everything. He started out with nobody. Now he's got maybe twelve guys that are coming on a regular basis. The problem with that business, man, is it's expensive. Oh yeah. Talk about equipment. We were yeah, doing the talking, episode yeah, with yeah. with Brandon a couple weeks ago. He said his uniform was. I think it was like forty eight hundred bucks. Forty eight hundred yeah. something. But he like said that. he he did say, "Hey, I, I got he some good up. shit." Yeah. yeah, yeah, he got great stuff. Yeah, yeah, he pieced yeah. it together. You know what I mean? Like he would, you know, because this stuff. Well, that's how you know, it's you, crazy. Like that's you were talking about, like he's just got to stick it out. That's kind of how it is. Yeah, mm. you know, you got to stick it out. It's gonna be lean for a while. You know, when you start something new, you're not gonna be the best at it. You're not gonna just fucking boom. Yeah, you know, in this business, especially there's a lot of competition around. Oh yeah, there is. Louisville's got a really good like jujitsu and good combat hunt. sports. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of competition. But I mean that that also. Opens up many little niches that you can. It be opens good up at. a lot, and you also get, you know, I'm sure like people have left Louisville Combat Academy and went somewhere else. And yeah, like, people come to our gym. Vice versa, gyms, it goes yeah. always. They'll yeah. be like, I wasn't really feeling it over there. What do y'all got? You know, and then maybe some shit, of those yeah. people leave, and then a couple years later they'll come they'll back. Come back. They do. Some yeah, people, exactly. yeah, I'm sure. Man, it doesn't take a couple of years sometimes. I think <laughs> thirty days, and then we got. Okay, uh, I tried it, didn't like it. I'm like, oh, it's going And we got that. DJ, yeah, DJ. I was going to mention that, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we have a guy. He has a, he's a certified kettlebell and bass instructor. He also is a certified um, uh, knife entanglement instructor as well. And uh, he's uh, he's going to be doing. He does classes at five thirty Tuesday Thursdays right now for the K, or Mason kettlebells or whatever. And me and Bruce take that class. And I'm going to tell you something it is fantastic. I've been wanting to get back to kettlebell work for a long time and just haven't really done it. And now he's, he goes out and gets, like, crap loads of stuff and brings it in. I'm like, good grief. Oh, he's great. got the good stuff. Yeah, he's got all the great stuff, all the good rogue stuff. And I think that's the best, you know, and he's really – he's good at it because he's, you know, one, trying to pe- teach people proper technique. 
Yeah, he fixed know, he fixed my squat. He ain't yeah. trying to like I've kill it, a bad squat. you know kill nobody at first. He's bringing them around, and then you know like as far as that kettlebell may stuff, I feel like that is really good for you know combat sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know your functional strength, your off balance stuff. You know we'll do stuff where we're like we're doing like a split squat with one leg in the air. You know what I mean? Or like you know the little Turkish get up, Romanian get Romanian deadlift, but you got one foot. Your feet are staggered. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good stuff for, for MMA. Yeah, super great stabilizer muscle workout. I mean, for important. sure. Oh, my gosh. It's Take so down important. defense, anything, wrestling. Even, yeah. When I was Striking. first starting doing MMA, man, like Jason, why my original coach, he um he was huge into kettlebells. Really? And I never even seen kettlebells. Okay. Yeah, like 2006. I didn't even know what a kettlebell was in 2006. You know, I was like, well, I don't know. He's like, yeah. you should try this. And I did. And I was like, oh, this is great. I love this stuff because the yeah. results are fantastic. I used to do them a lot back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's DJ uh, McComas. Yeah, DJ McComas. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So we got the DJ with the kettlebells, the maces. Um, Rico killing it with the wrestling class. Doing great with which the wrestling. I attend on Thursdays after BJ's kickboxing class. Yeah, you've been getting after it, haven't you? Trying. Trying uh, to get your shot down. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a lost art, especially if you train. Uh, like a lot of schools, you know, like they'll train jiu-jitsu, but not a lot of takedowns. Yeah, and that's fair. To you know, keep down on injuries and stuff. You yeah, know, I can and, see it. You and know, then like some gyms too, like it's like mat space issues. Sure. You know, you get everybody in there and you're like, man, we can't be doing fucking takedowns because this dude's trying to grapple. Yeah, but just right. doing the, the warm-ups that Rico and Chad also before would have you do, just basic wrestling shit where you're shooting, even if it's a real slow shot. Just the more comfortable you get with doing it, you're more likely to try it yeah. Oh, yeah. when you're do- trying takedowns in MMA or just in jiu-jitsu or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to commit to and work on that timing, too. Yeah. That's what's big. on like Even if I leg, shoot yeah. and someone sprawls and I don't get shit, I'm like, at least I fucking shot. Yeah. I'm like, shot, happy. Yeah. Does that make that's, sense? I think that's well, I mean, you got to fucking cut that angle. Okay. All about angles. I need to, my angles in striking well, and in wrestling. Shot, I like, need to. Okay. Like, watch the, watch Reshoot. the, good, watch the good wrestlers. The first one ain't 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 always it. They fucking you know they're running that pipe on your ass. They're coming around switching tough to the single off the sprawl, you know, and they got three moves ahead of that. That's the one thing about like super good wrestlers, which I I never was a super good wrestler, you know. Of course, I never got to wrestle, you know, fit you know, officially. Yeah. But uh, they 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 wrestle like we do jujitsu. Yeah. You know, we're you know, you do a move, and I, you you know, usually most people that are good, there's about three. You got three options, and what's this guy going to do? And I'm going to pick up on that instantly. You know, the shift in the weight or where he puts his hand. You know, we're we're really good at doing that. Like from I'm speaking from my my own perspective, I'm really good at that. My timing is good, and I'm kind of you know it's subconscious. Not when it's wrestling, but that's how they are. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They they're like right there, like okay, they know. They know the next, next two or three moves. They're trying. Rico is showing a, a high crotch where you get them up momentarily, but then you shoot a double. So it's like you're doing one thing, yeah. you get a little reaction, then another shot. Yeah. And it's just shit that like you gotta just gotta fucking practice. I mean, I, I, to I'm do okay it. after years and years of training MMA. Like I've got a few good takedowns, and I've got a few, Spe- especially for wrestling. For, yeah. I'm sorry for MMA. Yeah, I've got it like a, you know I can get it like little combos, and this guy does this, this guy does that, but like. Some of them wrestlers, like I've wrestled with guys that are like Division One college wrestlers, and I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, you're fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> you know they're 
They wrestle like I do jiu-jitsu. It's the best mm-hmm. way I can describe it to somebody. They, they're they fucking that's how, Ch- that's how Chad was, man. Yeah. yeah like, going, he could yeah. chain wrestle like crazy. Dude. Oh, yeah. And he was little when yeah. he was in high school, they said. They said yeah. he was tiny. He Much wrestled smaller. like 120. Yep. Now he's like 230 or something well, crazy. Lingo, Lingo wrestled at like 145 or something, yeah, 147. That's right. Yeah, that's what I heard. insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, you yeah, were fucking insane. skinny as hell. That's helpful, I think, because they probably developed their the technique game, while yeah. they're little. And then they, is that what you're doing, BJ? You're developing your technique when you're. I'm going to grow some. <laughs> I'm hoping the puberty runs around, catches me a second one. Is that good for me to talk shit to the guy I'll probably spar with on Sunday? That's fine. Get I, don't know. Up? I don't know, man. We'll Maybe see. We'll see how it goes on Sunday. I'll be like, I'm little, huh? <laughs> is this little motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Being little is an advantage, man. So Bruce has got this really tall truck. Okay, okay. super tall oh. truck. And when he it's... first got this truck, and I wasn't trying to be funny at all, I was just curious i was like man do you ever fall up into that truck because it's like a really <laughs> difficult looking truck to get into and he looked at me like you motherfucker <laughs> I well like, i didn't intentionally i was like, I was like man I, don't, I didn't mean like i was like i'm just saying I mean, it looked like a hard ass truck to get i into. did intentionally get the big truck but i didn't intentionally go looking for the big truck yeah. okay it was just like the truck i wanted and the deal i wanted sure but it happened to be like on like 37s and like eight inch lift kit so you still like, have it? Fuck. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. But, I mean, it, it is, some people love it. You know, I it's a, it's a head turner, you know, like, it's pretty cool. But I would prefer not to be jacked up that high. And I don't mean, I, I get it just fine, you know. You got the little handle there, you grab, pull yourself up in. But, like, say, like, I had my old neighbor. He's, like, 76 and can barely walk. And one day I was, like, he, like, something happened. He was, like, I'll ride up there with you. I was getting some parts fixing this car. <laughs> and I was like, you can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't get up. You can't there. get in. Yeah. I'd have to lift you up, dude. Like, you can't, you know, and like, that, I was like, damn, that's kind of a fucking uh, drag. Yeah. You know? And like, <laughs> Go get a couple of uh, steps. And like them. kids getting out, my kids had to get used to getting out. Yeah. Oh, they, I like, bet. Yeah, probably yeah, fell it's, out it's a bunch tall. of It's too, too damn tall. <laughs> um, well, guys, I know we're up against it with the time. Before we wrap things up, any closing, anything you guys want to mention before we start to the process actually, of ending the episode? Um, I do. We actually have a tournament at our gym. Oh, February that's right. 11th. Yeah. I'm and, sorry. Uh, when is it? It's February 11th. Oh, shit. And uh, so yeah, that's getting pretty next weekend. Yeah, that's next Saturday. Next Saturday, February yeah. 11th. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, it is a sub only um, tournament. Uh, no points, of course. And uh, we do oh, it's EBI rules, so you have two rounds of overtime, two two-minute overtime rounds. If some, if you don't get submitted or whatever in the um, in the regulatory round, but um, who's open to competing in that? A lot of people, evidently. So uh, we've gotten some really good feedback. But so anyone far. listening can compete if they want. Anybody can compete. How much does it, it cost? Matter. It's thirty bucks. Yeah, we made it. So really you guys are just cheap. trying to do bad. something yeah. for yeah. Because every competition right now is a hundred, hundred twenty-five bucks. You know, it's like man, thirty yeah, bucks guarantees them how like what how many matches they want. Yeah, because we'll. I mean, if we like to, I want to do it like Fuji. You know what I'm saying? Like how Fuji is, they run it really well. They, you get your hundred dollars worth out of there because if you have gone through your bracket and you want another bracket, they'll build a bracket around you. And we're we're not averse to doing the same thing. You know what I mean? So. Very cool. Oh okay, God. so anyone listening, even Kids people too. from out of town, out of town, come in, t- come in for February eleventh. Yep. So only uh, we have kids divisions, adult divisions. You know. Yeah, some of them like. tournaments, man. I just it's crazy. Mm. I mean, you get the medal, but then like you pay like you pay a hundred bucks, and you're there for like how many hours? You can possibly have like two fucking matches. Yeah, yeah. I've done. You that know, like that's insane. Yeah. You know. 
100 bucks for one match or two matches. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Naga was like that for me when I went there a couple times, man. Like, it's uh, one guy. And I assume yeah. this is no-gi only. Yeah, it's no-gi only, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, cool. All no-gi. Um, like I said, no points whatsoever. Submission only. Sub only. How many minutes? You said it up probably. Um, overtime rounds are two minutes, I believe. Does it depend being, on for kids or adults, different rounds maybe? Yeah, it depends. Okay. Um, also, it depends on belt rank. Oh, okay. Where you're okay. At. If you're doing beginner, immediate, or expert, um, your time is going to be a little bit different too. So, yeah, of course, the more experience you have, the more time you're going to have. So, but um, yeah, I'm super excited. We got a lot of a lot of people signed up already. So. How can they sign up if they're interested? Um, you go um, just call call the gym. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Um, we have a we have a Facebook page. You can get a hold of us through um, Global Combat Academy at Ten Planet and um, on Facebook. And, um, or Instagram, maybe? Or Instagram. Yeah, we have an Instagram account as well. And, um, yeah, just tell us your age, weight, and belt rank, and, you know, go through the proper channel. I think you just Venmo the money if you can. I think we're doing Venmo or PayPal, too. Okay, so pay ahead of time to reserve your yeah, spot. Try to, yeah, pay ahead of time. We're just trying to, like, eliminate as much of the bracketing day of as we can. That makes you know sense. I mean, because oh, we yeah. are going to be rebracketing. You know what I mean? For people who want to do more than one match or, or more than one bracket, so... But, yeah, it's going to be super fun, man. I'm super excited about it. It's our first uh, big tournament there at our place. So, uh, hopefully, it goes well. If it does, then we'll, we'll definitely be having more. Very cool, just for 30 bucks. And I also think it's bucks. exciting that you guys are growing the gym a little physically. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely growing the gym. I didn't know man. that. Yeah, like DJ's going to take one side. The Armor Combat's going to be on the other side. Oh, wow. Which kind of pays for the building. So, it's a super good, super good thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be, plus we get the extra, the room, you know, which we desperately need right now. I think our classes are getting bigger. The last, um, the last, like, even the beginner, the fundamentals class is like, now, we used to hold it in the cage, which is 24 by 24 cage, but now we have to have people on the outside of the cage as well as the inside. It's just I getting, saw that class a couple Mondays ago. I was like, shit, there's yeah. no room in the whole gym. Yeah, I think the biggest selling point was that their kids can come in and do jujitsu, and the parents can come do jujitsu too at the same time period. So that, mm. and it's just, and especially for kids who have like maybe older parents or something like that, they don't want to roll, but they want to know what their kid's into, want to learn some about it or whatever. It's a great class to take. Is it, isn't that kind of how you got into jujitsu, Kelly? I did. My kids trained jujitsu for two years prior to me ever doing it. And nice. then you were like, fuck, I'm going to do it. Well, actually, no. I could say <laughs> that. That would sound real manly. Yeah. It's yeah. not the truth. My mom, <laughs> I went through a divorce, and my mom apparently thinks I'm less of a bitch than I thought I was. She signed me up for doing jujitsu without even asking me. She was uh, like, you need And I had a bunch it. of debt from my divorce. I was like financially in trouble. She right. signed up for like a... A new bill, and I was pissed off. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't oh, even know they did adult jujitsu. I was like, I, I was oblivious. Oh, no. And my mom knows me pretty well. I got in and got the shit kicked out of me, but I liked it. Right. Like, I didn't really mind getting beat up for cool. whatever reason, and it stuck. That's a cool story. Yeah, it is a cool story. It's true. Yeah. That's 100% so true. forced into jujitsu. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Financially forced. Yeah, I signed my son up in 2014 when he was uh, four years old. Nice. And so he trained okay. a couple of years, and my daughter couple years before me and that's all i'm happy as hell i got into it what would i do with my time right now if i, I know didn't start that like that's all i fucking do right. i know I, th- I think about that stuff all the time what would you be doing couldn't be something that's mentally stimulating as much so physically good for you and like just I think good I would for do a sport a sport but this is so much better because like and it's your family accessible. has to be like if necessary like my dad at least practices fighting i mean he's not a, the baddest man in the world but 
he, you know, some, it can, knowledge is, some good knowledge is better than no knowledge. Yeah, so there's yeah, something to that good. when it comes to protecting <laughs> your family and shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can't imagine, you know, just, you know, I know I've been doing it like most of my life. And like all my family has to, it's like yeah. just a normal thing. But that started with you. Yeah, it did start with me. But like, I was like, damn, you know, like, I, uh, where would I be? Or that, or like, what well, you know, it gives you, I don't know, you know, the mentality. You know, it's a good mentality. You know, you might, because I've had guys come in and be like, oh, I just want to be able to protect myself. And it's like, to me, I've never. <clears throat> had that thought mm. i've never had to worry about that okay well i started so young and fighting you know i always thought you know didn't time, think you were invincible ever but no, like but you, you get, at least knew I'll that if get, shit went down you had something to go to i'll get down yeah you're yeah, ready i'm ready to get down you're not gonna so go down i was fight. never a grown man worrying about i that. was 32 I mean, before i started i be worried I the same three. would i be worried okay. and i could just see where some you know like it sounds fucked up i know right yeah but like the confidence level that you like uh, I think oh that, big deal i think i can it's a big deal yeah it is like, i went through a divorce i was kind of fat and shit for me i got up to like 210 right now i'm like 174 yeah. so i was kind of fat went through a divorce and debt yeah. and i was doing okay with my career and shit but like kinda this is it. Yeah, yeah in yeah, hindsight yeah. i didn't know i needed it yeah, but yeah, i mean yeah. it's been a big deal for yeah. me i was the same way man like i was just i used to break dance when i was younger and i'm you know um, not necessarily a professional level. Definitely wasn't that good, but you know, but it was the same thing when I started that. I was like, man, I need to do something with my body. I'm getting fat and I'm older. I'm smoking cigarettes all the time, drinking back then. I didn't really drink anymore, but um, I was never like an alcoholic or nothing. But you know, just got a good time with the buddies and stuff. And I was just like, man, I needed something. I can't even imagine what the heck I would be doing when I'd probably just work all the time. Probably, yeah, because I was. A, I'm a workaholic anyway, so I'm just like. If I'm not at the gym and yeah, you probably have a lot more money. Yeah, well, I'd have a lot more. <laughs> but would you enjoy your? <laughs> That's you know, what I said. All jokes too, aside, would you feel as satisfied with your no, life? Maybe no, absolutely no. not. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I got into it because I've really felt out of shape too. But a lot of it was more internal. I was like, man, I'm kind of a sissy, so I don't really, I didn't really think I was a tough guy. Yeah, I didn't all. think I was a tough guy. Yeah, and I didn't like that. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I was like, man, and. You just, man, you just see all these other guys out here, and you're thinking, man. After the first class, I was hooked because I thought to myself, me too. These dudes can throw me around like a rat. I mean, I have no chance well, whatsoever. If I'm out in public and these one of these dudes are threatening my family, I'm fucked. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. My family's done. Yeah. Like, I have to know this. I have to know well, this. Well, and most people don't know that they actually can't fight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They Those memes they are They don't true. know how fucking susceptible they are to phys physical. You know what I'm saying? They Boxing, like, grappling, yeah. any of it. They, they don't really know. Don't. They just think, like, I can get down. I'm mean. Yeah, I'm, I see red. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that shit's that, real. Like, that shit's it real. Is, it is real. I had my buddy kind of call me out. Yeah, yeah. I you saw there. that, BJ. Yeah, yeah, I was so there. nervous. I, did you hear about this? Mm -hmm. I asked Holly. I had a guy that I know, and I I'm a big fan of his. He's a friend of mine. Called me out. Um, said jujitsu was bullshit, pretty much. Made oh. posts on it on Facebook about it. And I let it slide for, like, a year, over a year. But eventually, at one day, I was, you know, feeling a little loose one night and saw him post something about it, and I went off on his status. I was like, he won't come in and roll, you know. And he weighs like 220 or something. Yeah, he's so a big, strong guy. He's stronger than me, you know. I was nervous that I was not going to be able to get him on the ground. He only agreed to do one two-minute round. If you could tap him. Yeah. Then it was real. 
Yeah, if, if he couldn't, it was bullshit. Yeah, that's what he said. He was only going to do one two-minute round, and he wouldn't. He didn't take his shoes off. Yeah, and he was trying to get away. It was weird. He kept saying, like, what are we doing here? He was like, we're going to pretend I'm in a party, and your wife told you to remove me without hurting me, yeah, and you're yeah. drunk, and he's drunk. I don't know. It was some weird scenario. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I was there. I got BJ and Isaiah were the only ones okay. who watched it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was before sparring. And and um, I was so nervous that I was not going to be able to get him down. You got him in like a minute? I got him in right about a minute. But I shot. But honestly, it was only like 10 seconds. Once, once I got him to the ground. ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my only but concern. But that ought to like show that guy like, dude, I hit the ground and lasted 10 fucking seconds uh-huh. before I was yeah. getting choked. Yeah. yeah. And, no. and, and I shot and I didn't even get like a nice takedown. It was ugly. He sprawled and somehow we scrambled and I got him. But... Yeah, the yeah. fact that I at least shot made me happy. Yeah, and the wrestling class probably. Well, because he was trying to not get took down. He was trying to make it as two minutes. Yeah, which is cool. That's yeah, the, that's that was the, the plan. That was the goal. I that, needed to get him down. If I can't get that guy down, and that's a lot more difficult than someone actually trying to get you. Oh, agreed. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you're yeah. strong guy who's like you're not taking me down. I mean, that may be difficult. So I was nervous as yeah, shit yeah. actually. Yeah, somebody that's elusive the whole time you're trying to spar him is very difficult to spar. Yeah. They know they got yeah, a specific yeah. time zone yeah. to, to get out. Well, and the, that 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 rule applies to like good grapplers. Okay. Like you ever have somebody rolling with you and they're just trying not to get tapped? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lot harder to fucking tap them, you know, because like yeah. when the, you know how it is when you're grappling, when somebody's going after you, is when they slip. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, or at that. least for position, you try a submission on me. That's when I'm gonna oopa and, and get you. And that's a little bit something. tough too. Like when you're trying to like train people too. Honestly, because like you'll try to like make people better, and they're like just trying not to get tapped. Yeah, I do that, that feather in their cap. When that, they get I do down. that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You're not. You didn't get any better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't just try. To, you, you can yeah. tap me too, bud. You know, like you can, you can, you can get me. You know, I mean, of course, you know, I've done that too, being tired, and being like, let me just make it out of this fucking round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I <laughs> get tapped, <laughs> but you know, it's really a bad mentality. You need to be getting after it. That's definitely something I fall into. Well, guys, it's been a great episode. Thank yeah, you I both gotta, very much for coming in. Uh, once again, Louisville Combat Academy, home of 10th Planet Louisville. Yes. 7908 Beulah Church Road. Church Road. Ferguson Brothers Muay Thai. And we also have DJ with his um, kettlebell classes, uh, Armored Combat. Uh, that's every Sunday at 1. Um, Rico with the wrestling with right the wrestling. now, which I think is great. There's only about five or six or seven guys who show up for it right, right. now. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's really legit. <laughs> oh, Dev, they're pretty committed, though. Devin, yeah. Ilvain, uh, Chris, those yeah. three. Yeah, those Chris, three, man, yeah. they're just killing it right man, now. Man, those Chris is so motivated. He, he's competing his first time in this tournament. Who is? And Chris. Okay, and, I like uh, that guy. He Cuban is guy. so excited. I mean, oh, my gosh. That's cool. He just, and he, But the thing of it is, is he's doing everything he is told to do to prepare. Yeah. And actually, above and beyond. To be honest, I mean, like, I told them all to go to rest because um, we had some, like, last time one of our students went out to compete in jiu-jitsu, he didn't do that well because he got out-wrestled. And I told him, I said, look, man, you've got easy to, to go do. to wrestling class. It's easy to do. To. But if you don't have a wrestling class, it's difficult to. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's getting possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the wrestling I teach, class. I teach takedowns and some takedown defense in the beginning of my uh, advanced class or whatever, but I'm not. I'm not a specific wrestling coach, but you even you like, could lead a wrestling class. It's oh, just you, you, you know, to class, yeah. practice shots, and you. I think you just got to get the fucking reps in. However, yeah. it's be like if yeah. I go and try to do the Muay Thai class. You know, Bruce is going to do a much better job at that he, Muay Thai class. But that's his area of expertise. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying Jiu-Jitsu is my area of expertise. I stay in my lane. You know, what I mean? <laughs> for the most part, if, you know, when I can, when I have to. So, but yeah. 
it all works out very good. We're doing very well right now. I'm super blessed. God has blessed us tremendously. And my wife, Holly, man, she runs that business, and she does a fantastic job. Oh, yeah. You better give it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She, uh, <laughs> she does. She, she runs a Nazi, everything. man. She's she, the yeah. boss. In a good way. She is the yeah, Nazi the in a good way. way. Yeah. It's like Kanye West now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the <laughs> positive comments about Nazis before, yeah, the, yeah. before we wrap up the episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, sorry. No, no anti-Semitism here. You don't need to apologize to us. <laughs> we know what you meant. She's yeah. on the ball. Holly is. Yeah, she yeah, kind of runs runs uh, the shit. AJ just works there. Yep, pretty much. I get to t- I get to do what I like to do, and that's teach and fix a building. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's important. She gets to do everything else. I was like, yes, Well, good stuff, uh, AJ and BJ. Appreciate both of you joining me for the episode today. Also, want to thank everyone for tuning in. Of course, we'll have another episode out soon. Thank you. The title sponsor. Cool guys. Thank you.